Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey, dude, the Ringside Crew. This is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Alfie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Jamaku. Ringside Ring. This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's on Broadway. Like the headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. I'm a Brendan Decker. This is According to Woods. Savannah Summers. Come. I'm Shorty. Sure, Task 27. Where you are watching the International News. It's Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans. Mega Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Make a Sunday. <laughs> and this is the end of the international weekend for the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther, the third, and now from the top of Battle Mountain all the way down to the every state and the globe, it's the happy heel himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside crew? What's going on internationally known? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? Good, good, good. You ready to get the uh, gas up the jet? Is uh, the model already sitting in the front seat of the, uh, the the dudes at jet? Yep. Okay, we're telling our pilot we're going to Australia. Yeah. Get your cages ready because I'm going to get some wallabies. Let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to our guest, Albie. Hi. How's it going? Welcome. 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 Um, so... If our fans aren't familiar with you, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Albie. I'm from Newcastle, Australia. I wrestle with Newcastle Pro Wrestling. Um, and I like colour. Hi. Hi, Sam. So, okay, awesome. So, uh, you, you got the next question, Geek. So, so uh, who trained you? Um, I got trained at the House of Free Fighting, mostly by Adam Hoffman. There have a few trainers there, but yeah, mostly Hoff, and who's my tag partner. And I at wrestle at um, Newcastle Pro Wrestling, mostly, yeah. Awesome. Uh, so, like, what made you? What made you get into wrestling? So I didn't watch wrestling. I didn't like wrestling, but. One of my friends, who's now a referee, Ref Hannah, um, was it was like super into it. She would go to every Newcastle Pro Wrestling show, everything. And then she took my parents to a show. And because my brother and my dad are like super into wrestling. So they took my parents and my mom went, Sienna, you sorry, I said my real name. Oopsies. Albie, you really have to go. And I yes. said, All right, no worries, I'll go. I'll just go to one, but I'm not going to another. I'll just do it for fun. And then I went to a show and um, we watched a match and I was just like, this is hectic. I could do this. And Ref Hannah just said, oh, like I, they're having tryouts, but I didn't want to go by myself. And I was like, I'll go if you go. And then, yeah, that's how I got into wrestling. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. It's always good to bring a support system to, tr- to tryouts. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I ended up bringing Ref Hannah, tried out with me, and then Ref Hannah brought her dad my dad, my mum, and then my brother and sister, and my family brought a boyfriend. Did you, did you guys all get it, or? Uh... Yeah, we all got in. So Ref Hannah originally got in, but then she got injured, so she can't wrestle anymore. But oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. That's so sad. Oh no. Yeah, but 
She absolutely loves her as a referee. And she's refed, I'm pretty sure, every single match I've ever had. So, mm. yeah. I know. We love interviewing referees because referees, wrestlers have good stories, but referees have even, you know, referees have stories that wrestlers don't have. Referees have the inside scoop. They always know the gossip. <laughs> <laughs> They're the one in the middle of the ring that you think that wouldn't have stories, but they do. <laughs> they hear everything the wrestlers say to each other. She'll come backstage and she'll go, oh my God, you will not guess what they were arguing about in the ring. And I'm just like, oh. Everybody has stories, I swear, in the wrestling business. That's everybody. why I love interviewing not just wrestlers, everybody. Owners, referees, <laughs> even the belt, even the, the ring announcers have fun stories too. So <laughs> the guys, the guys selling the hot dogs in the third row. That's next good... geek. That's next. We're gonna have the vendor guy outside the hot in, in <laughs> sells the hot dogs. They hear that. Nobody <laughs> nobody ringside area is safe. Dudes at ringside won't everybody. <laughs> Even the balloon guy that sells the balloon is a guy that's in America that goes to the VPW shows, the ones I told you about. Shout shouts out to him, by the way. Shout out for him, shout out to him. He he makes balloon characters. He he could probably make one of you. It's easy. Like like yeah. like actually and look like you. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. He can make it like this and with your hair color and make it pink and blue and yeah. Yeah. I saw a, rest, a random indie promotion the other day. I was watching. And there was a guy in the audience who made a bunch of flags for people. Really? Like they set could... flags that were like this big, and they were just like flags of people. I was like, "What? That's you cool." You can look him up. His name is Mister Pop and Twist. Yes, That's his name on his on Instagram. So, so he's a and he's a cool guy to talk to. Has <laughs> loads and loads of stories. Loads of like, stories. He's he's done stuff for other people. So has uh, have you ever thought of where else you want to wrestle in the world? Um, I think it'd be really cool to wrestle internationally, but honestly, I'm not that picky. I'll just take wherever can get me. Okay. I'm my first um interstate booking in in two weeks, I think. So I'm wrestling in the ACT at Slam Pro Wrestling. Awesome. I know. <laughs> who who would you say your your dream match would be? Um, oh, I'm honestly not that picky. I'd love there. Like, I have people on my list that are like indie wrestlers. Like, I'd love to wrestle someone like Shazza, but like, I don't really mind. It would it'd be a bit of a pop to wrestle someone famous, but I don't yeah, really know. Yeah, Shazza's like the biggest name in Australia right now. So. Yeah, yeah, and she's so nice. So like I know like I feel like I would just do it just to be like oh yeah I switch that off. Well, there's also um there's Izzy that's come on our podcast that's from Australia. Um, Savannah right. Summers. Do you know who she is? Um yeah, but I've never met her. Doll, what a doll! <laughs> she's such a doll. I've heard that she's su- I've heard she's super nice. Oh, super she's nice. Super, super nice. She's good at making promos. <laughs> she's done it twice on our intro. It's so funny. We're like, okay. No, I, I thought that was one promo. I just it felt it like out. it was two. No, that was one promo. I just I just caught it. Sliced it. it. I, I he sliced, sliced and diced it. it. Geek is <laughs> Geek's the editor of all editors on that stuff. Uh, that, Geek, next you, question. So, so uh, what was your first match like in front of a crowd? Um, oh, it was hectic. I wrestled. It was a handicap match, and it was me and Adam Hoffman versus Charlie Evans, which was pretty nice because she's pretty internationally known. But it was good. I ended up winning. Yeah. I know. Oh, it's so special. 
but it was good. I had my parents there to watch and I don't know, it was fun. I got, I don't really have a lot to say about it because I watch it back now and I think it's cringe as because I was not very good. But it was, I was very excited. I just got in like my first ever gear made. I got my hair done for it. I was so excited. Yeah, it was good. I didn't get injured. That's always pop. It's always yes. pop with wrestling. There was no injuries. It I it went okay. And I remember I went backstage and um my Adam Hoffman, who's also my trainer and my tag partner, just went, you know what? I thought that was gonna go a lot worse. That was pretty good. I went, oh cool. Yeah, yeah, how could we forget about that one? I'll tell you who else is from uh Australia, Rhea Ripley. Mm. That's that's probably the biggest name right oh, now. Oh no. That's, <laughs> that, that's one of our former guest husbands. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Is Trixie standing sitting next to you? You're about to get punched in the leg in three, two, one. Geek, Geek's about to get knocked out right now. So <laughs> Geek. so sorry, Trixie. We apologize. <laughs> husband's talking about Rhea Ripley again. <laughs> um so uh as we already asked if you would want to wrestle in your career, um, is there any any other like any indie promotion you've been watching on YouTube that you've been like eyeballing that you want to go to in Australia or like out of all the states? I don't know. I watch a lot of bad wrestling, so probably not. Probably shouldn't go to those people <laughs> getting there. Um, no, I did watch a match the other week with a couple of friends, and I had this guy we call him the Big Cunt. And he, he wrestles for AEW and oh my God, he's literally, he looks seven foot tall and he's built like a brick shit house. I'd love, I'd love to just meet him. His name is like Caesar or something. Wait, I follow him on Instagram. Let me whip him up. See, I think I know who it is. Is it Caesar Bononi? Yeah. Look at him. Oh my God. That guy's a beast. <laughs> That's hectic. <laughs> I'd love okay. to just meet him. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? What's going on, dude? Greetings from Brisbane, Australia. So, Welcome. Dude. Cheers. I I got the right cup. Usually, I don't have the right cup. Make sure you Greetings. give everyone this uh this uh chat here a fo- this a follow. Greetings. Right Everybody's. I love I I love how when we go live, it's so cool that we get people from like. Oh, the, the, your home country to come on the podcast and be like in the chat like Australia mm. earlier we had people all in the chat from England it was like it was like everybody from the chat was from England I'm like this is like our dream right here Toby. <laughs> you know like to have people we never met in our entire lives sitting there on the internet talking to us from different countries like back in the 90s What's that, Geek? And we're having a conversation with everybody, every yeah. single one, you know? So, um, it's awesome. Do you, uh, what, like, what kind of foods do you like? Um, I have a very interesting diet that everyone makes fun of because I can't really eat dairy or gluten, and I'm also a vegetarian, so I don't eat anything. <laughs> oh, no. I know. I, <laughs> I also don't really believe in calorie tracking or anything like that to, like, stay fit because I know a lot of wrestlers do that. I just kind of do like the whole intuitive eating and just hope I don't gain weight. But I eat a lot of tofu and rice. <laughs> and I eat, actually, in, I do eat Vegemite toast with Jarlberg's cheese every single day. So Vegemite, that's like almost like that. I, it's, I, I get the explaining of Vegemite wrong 
Can you explain what Vegemite it's, is? Some people know this. Wait, I have a Vegemite jar. I really love Vegemite. I keep it in my room. I won't show the front of it, but this oh, is it. Papyrus. Like, um, what exactly is it? It's, you know? it's a yeast extract. It's yeast. Like mm. the same same stuff that they make beer out of. It's yeast. Um, it's really salty. But I also, my body doesn't produce vitamin B, vitamin B12 or something. I It doesn't work. So I eat Vegemite every day so I can get my daily vitamin B in mm. with cheese because I'm not meant to eat it, but I, I, it makes me happy. Sometimes yeah. I do things for my mental health and not my physical health. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy makes you happy. I, that's what I say. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm a very strong supporter of Vegemite. Yes. I don't think um, selling the store. Yeah. But it's a, bit, it's a bit sad to be my eating life. When I go to, like, McDonald's, I order, like, a chicken and cheese and then just take everything off and put a hash brown on it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's not a fun time. But I do get to get to play the card of, oh, well, like, I'm actually a vegetarian, so, like, I'm just better than everyone. It's just how that works. Mm. But, yeah, I don't. Just how I, eat. I, would, I eat a lot of Australian food though. I find that like some because I'm a bit of a bogan. So whenever like I talk to international people, I'm always like, yeah, I'll just go get a singer or something. And they have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's like certain foods that oh my wow, my I've been talking into my computer the whole time. And I didn't have my microphone plugged in. Wow. Oh no. There we go. That would no wonder you sound horrible, Joe. Yeah, now I sound better. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, now I was just gonna say, what, what did you say your favorite matches? My favorite match, yeah. um, actually, I had a four way match that was at our Southern Cross show at our Rumble show, which is my favorite match, but also my least favorite because <laughs> I went against Jack Bonza, Backman, and Jack Payne, and it was a four way match. I was dead set, everyone was taller than me told me about like a foot i'm only five foot five so i'm pretty short i was just like little tiny girl but i beat them um i won and got myself a rumble spot but then they concussed me so i wasn't allowed to go on the rumble mm. <laughs> which is the same night got it was not good but it's my favorite match because i did fuck, fuck some big boys up <laughs> but then yeah they they're also two feet taller than me but that's fine yeah <laughs> What would you say your thoughts on intergender wrestling is and your uh your uh your point that you would love to wrestle? Um, well, I'm very for intergender wrestling. Obviously, like I've actually never been in a match, there's only ever been a girl on girl match. Um, there's not enough women in wrestling, to be honest, to be able to do that without wrestling the same person a hundred million times, which is really sad. But when you show, like, people will make the arguments of, like, oh, you're supporting domestic violence when you wrestle a guy, blah, blah, blah. But all that does is just invalidate, like, gay couples. There is so much abuse in gay couples as well because mm-hmm. when you look at these statistics, men are the main abusers. So in a homosexual relationship between two men, you've got two men who may abuse each other. It's very likely in the same way when it's girl and girls. So I'm very – I think that's a stupid reasoning. I think it's a stupid argument. Um, and if you're going to put, like, size into it, when it comes down to it, wrestling isn't real. Mm-hmm. And in a real fight, I have beat the fuck out of men who are bigger than me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'll just fucking bite them. 
<laughs> Biting well, is always the best. <laughs> I'm I'm very all for it, and anyone who isn't is stupid, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of like mixed. It's kind of funny and kind of sad at the same time. We have like a lot of mixed reviews about intergender wrestling. A lot of wrestlers, a lot of them are for it. A lot of them are like on the fence about it, and they all have the same exact story. Oh, it has to be believable. Oh, and I'm like, but it, it is believable. Trust me, I've been in the club before when a grown ass man has grabbed my ass. I've beat the fuck out of them. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. It's, it doesn't matter. But a lot of the time I find that when men especially will say, oh, I don't want to wrestle a girl because it's not believable. It always stems from some internalized misogyny of, oh, I would never hit a girl because she's a girl. It's like if she knows how to fight, she's going to fuck you up and you're just afraid <laughs> to a girl yep. because yeah. you have some standard that men must be better than women. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, I so I wholeheartedly support intergender wrestling, and you know what? When, there are a lot of women out there who are six foot three, built like brick shit houses, who are on par with the men, who are the same size, same weight, everything, and it's just their men are, have little tiny egos who can't deal with being beat by a girl. But I'm in a mixed tag team. My tag partner's a man. Um, we have a third who's a girl as well. We've always wrestled against guys and girls. My most recent match was was um, was a tag team that was both a man and a woman, and then a man and a woman. Um, it's never occurred. My train, my all my trainers have always said they would train women the exact same as they train the guys, because all that does is when you get trained differently, it's just reinforce the gender gap, which is not good, because we should be held to the same standard. I watched I watched the wrestling matches that had women and men's matches, and I just went, oh, I could do that. It didn't even occur to me that I would have to have a woman's match or have a piss break match or whatever. I just went and did it. So, really, I I, I support intergender wrestling. I think it's stupid when people don't. I think my laptop's going to die. Hold on. I'll plug it okay. in. Yeah. What's that? Excuse me. Uh-oh. There she goes. <laughs> I'm back. How do I plug this in? <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you putting on your ring light? No, my laptop's gonna die. Oh no! It did that thing where like the brightness started to fade. All right, she's plugged in. She's all good. So, so who's somebody you would like to face though, like uh, as a as an intergender match? Um, honestly, I don't know. I'd like I, anyone, anyone who's willing to fight me. To be honest, um, I've been recently having a bit of feud with Backman Lex here in Newey. And I'd love to just beat the fuck out of him because he's he's huge. He's like two feet taller than me. Mm. But like he's one of those people that's so huge you can't really move that much. So I'd love to fight him so he can get knocked down a pick, to be honest. You're not the only short one on this screen. Don't worry, I'm five one, so it's okay. We're, we're, oh we're, wow, I'm calling myself short. I'm taller than you. <laughs> yeah, you would tower up. You'd be like, Joe, where like we're all, you'll be like Hey, Geek, where's Joe? Down here. Where? Down here. I, I never thought I was short either because I've been a dancer for 18 years. And most dancers, and I was a gymnast too for like 12, and most, they're all tiny. They're all in the four-foot range. So I was always like the tallest person in my class. It wasn't until I started wrestling that I became like one of the short people. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know. I was like going in these classes with like guys who are like six foot, and I was like, oh. I'm actually the tiny one for once. Oh. <laughs> it's 
crazy. Yeah. Good joke. Um, do you play uh do you play video games or anything? No, I don't, mm. sadly. Oh. Okay. I know. I I don't I barely watch TV. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did um I do play we have a Wii at home, which um I don't even think you can buy them anymore. I don't think they actually technically exist anymore. But I played just dance on it. <laughs> That's it. <That's> <laughs> I can do the entire Rasputin dance on just dance without the just dance. I can just do it. I haven't memorized. Oh, I, I used to play Guitar Hero on Wii. <laughs> yeah. Guitar Hero. I used, play, I used to play video games. My brother's a decade older than me. So I used to play video games with him. Except because he's so much older than me, it got to the point where he was playing games that I was too young to play. So my mom wouldn't let me do it anymore because he would play, want to play like Skyrim or Call of Duty. And uh, I, me at like seven years old was not allowed to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like with my generation, you, you either play the PlayStation Genesis or, or Nintendo and we're like, that's good. Okay, I'm going to go outside and go on my bike and ride somewhere far away for like three and a half hours. I'll be back later, Mom. Went just in time for dinner. <laughs> like, I never had time to when I was younger, I think, because my mom was very much a stage mom. She was very dedicated to getting me a somewhere on a stage. So I, I, I wouldn't spend afternoons at home. I'd spend afternoons at, at lessons or at dance or at gymnastics. Like, it's very much... And I was a bit of a reader too, so even when I was at home, I'd like read a book or like watch some TV. I would take I would take my five minutes to chill out before bed. Yeah. Week. Good. Uh, so do you um? You've already asked the thing about your question of food. Yeah, we already said food. Do you have any stories on the road? There we go. From the road? Oh, probably one hundred and ten. A lot of gossip from the road. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> that you won't get in trouble, or we won't get in trouble. Um, I don't know. Probably. Um, we travel up to Sydney a fair bit, which is two hours. Oh, we don't travel up to Sydney. Sydney's below us. Sorry. I know someone will watch this and call that out. We travel down to Sydney two hours, so I'll spend like hours in a, in cars with wrestlers, and like we'll pack a car up of like five or six of us, and like just hear all the gossip, but like. I don't know. You hear a lot of dodgy things about people. You hear a lot of dodgy stories, which probably can't be shared. Yeah. Mm. But I then hear I hear that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. But especially as a girl, I, I was on a car trip the other day and someone told me that if I wanted to be taken seriously as a wrestler, I need to stop te- selling eight by tens because I'm selling myself as a woman. And I was just like, <laughs> you hear shit like that all the time. But, what? Really? Yeah. I know people. People are strange. Like, really? Yeah, I got told that. Like, I was sitting in the car with a guy, and he like just said that to me, and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> that's I have nothing good to add to that without starting an argument." And you know what? He was he was like six foot something. I'd start a fight with him. <laughs> but like that, that you know, I, I, I what he said was kind of wrong because, like. That's your prerogative. You're you're a wrestler. You you have every right to sell eight by tens of yourself because fans appreciate you, so they buy I, your merch. Want merch. Look, as a woman, you hear some dodgy things about women in wrestling, and that's like not the first time I've heard a comment like that. And sometimes it's just like you just you accept it because it's just internalized misogyny. And I'm more educated. I know better, more educated than them. 
But then it's also like, oh, so like Joe Blow down the road that also sells eight by tens because he has a penis, it's fine. <laughs> but I don't know. I go out there in my little crop top, I beat up men, I don't care. Got it. <laughs> and, go. and it's always a fun story. I go places and they're like, they do the whole like, oh, tell us an icebreaker or whatever. And I always go, I wrestle like WWE, I did that wrestling. Everybody thinks it's cool. Everybody. And everybody always has 101 questions. So it's very good. I'm pretty sure it's the reason I got hired at my job that I'm at now. In our interview, I had a little group interview. You had to do an icebreaker. And I said, um, that was a wrestler, like a WWE one. And I remember the interview lady was literally like, please tell me more. And then I became like her favorite person. And still to this day, we're like besties. Because <laughs> she was so fascinated by it. That's like the coolest thing that you could like, that's like, a, as they would say in the States, that's a mic drop moment. You're like, I'm a professional wrestler. Dun, dun, I, 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 I tell people at my job, I'm a professional podcaster. And that's the, like, who do you interview wrestlers? WWE? I'm like, yeah, WWE. Yeah, <laughs> Geek gets like, yeah, yeah. But when I say it at Key Food, my job, they, it's like, sometimes you're like, oh, cool. Sometimes it's like cricket, cricket. No, people love it. I work in an alternative clothing store in Australia. It's called Dangerfield. Um, and so, like, we, I like, it's, it's already, like, kind of filled with weirdos because, like, they way more encourage, they love people with piercings, love people with coloured hair, love people with tattoos. So to come in with, like, coloured hair, like a septum ring, all that kind of shit, I already look the part and then I go, also, I wrestle for, the, like, WWE. I, I beat up men for fun. They're just like, oh, even better. <laughs> they, love they love weirdos yes why not <laughs> why not the world's full of weirdos but sometimes they're the cool ones you know exactly. yeah. so what did your parents think when you told them you want to become a professional wrestler they were all for it they loved it they thought it was so funny my dad's super into wrestling so he was just excited because i finally had a hobby he would know about because all my hobbies in school was like theater, singing, dancing, gymnastics. He had no idea what he was doing. So like he was so excited that he could finally like be on the same page as me. And then my mom was just excited because she's like, oh, it's just like dance, but with extra steps. So she was all for it. They loved it. They come to every single show. They've gone to ever, ever since I tried out, they've gone to every single show, even like even if I wasn't on it. I wasn't on them for years and I, I was still training and stuff and they went every single show. My brother and sister-in-law do the same. Every time I'm on a show, I usually have a little crew of people. At our most recent show, I had my mum and my brother, sister-in-law. Actually, my brother wasn't there because he was sick. But my sister-in-law and then my sister-in-law's sister with all her daughters, she has a little tribe of kids. So, like, my little, like, niece. I, I call them my nieces and they call me auntie, but, like, we're not really actually related. But they all came. I usually bring my family so into it. So I bring like a little tribe of people with me and they love it. They're all for it. That's awesome. That's I good know. that your family is supportive of your wrestling career because a lot of stories we've had that I told you before your live were on Instaface. Some of the wrestlers' families are like, they want to do it. And then they're like, no. Really? You want to be a professional wrestler? Reiki? Like, yeah. It's sad. Like, that's their livelihood. That's something they've been dreaming since they were little kids that they want to step in the ring and under the big bright lights. And their parents are just like, really? My mom's just happy. It makes me happy, to be honest. Because 
I remember I have scoliosis in my back. My body's really messed up. My my chiropractor told me I need to stop doing flips all the time. And I was just like, no, nah, I'm not. I have to do them at wrestling. I'll, I'll keep doing them. I'll just keep getting my back fixed afterwards. It's fine. And my sister-in-law was like, you can't you can't keep doing that. You'd have to just told you not to. And my mom was just like, no, it makes happy. Leave her alone. Makes happy. She's just happy that, like, I'm doing something. It keeps me fit. It keeps me healthy. Because she's she's me PT as well, so she's like super into health. So the fact that like I work out so much, I uphold like these standards for myself, all this stuff. She's really she's very impressed with it. And then she just thinks she spent so much money over the years getting trained up in all these different disciplines. So she's happy I'm finally using them for something. Mm. So Good. what what did you say the best advice someone gave you was? Ooh, I don't know. Honestly, I think probably the best, it's not really advice, but the best thing that I've experienced was basically my head trainer, Hoff, was just being like, yeah, just because you're a girl doesn't mean you get treated any fucking differently. <laughs> I, think. <laughs> that was, I think that's the best thing. And it's really lit a fire under my ass to, you know, not be held to a different standard just because I'm female. Because I really don't respect that. I will be held to the same standard as everyone else. And he very much reinforces it he's i can't do leapfrogs i can't jump over people he yells at me all the time no matter what just because i'm a girl doesn't mean i don't, don't do leapfrogs and i appreciate yeah. that so i think that's probably the best thing was just him being like yeah just because you're a girl doesn't mean anything i won't treat you differently and i was like good i respect that yeah so yeah i think that i feel that everybody has their own place in the wrestling business and like there's a lot of men that don't respect women, and I, I find it disrespectful. Like, everybody, oh, 100% like, it is. Yeah, and I there's that's why I I anytime there's a woman's main event on any event, it's a must see TV. Like, was it was it last year geek or was it the year before that geek when they had the main event? It was uh, Sasha Banks versus uh, Bianca Belair. Was that last that, year? That, that was that was last year. The WrestleMania. Yeah. Last year's main event. That was a month. That that match was. Amazing to see two women main eventing WrestleMania again. Even, even though when I went with Geek, that was the first time ever. First yeah. time ever. WrestleMania right? 35 was that main event. Even though the winner, I, the one I didn't want to win the match, didn't win the match. It was still exciting to see women main eventing a WrestleMania. Like it is. It never and happened before. I've been. I obviously I never I never watched wrestling. I'm not a big wrestling fan, but it's been explained to me before how like women used were like the divas era and stuff like how gross that is and how women were literally just put out there in bikinis and like they didn't really wrestle they were awful all this other stuff and you would have like the one or two women who really broke the way through for them to actually be wrestlers but like it has to start somewhere you see like the american national football league for women is like a bikini league like <laughs> Yeah, like it's it's everywhere. Hooters still exist somehow, but won't hire men. Like you have to break it, and if it has to be broken in some subculture like wrestling, at least it'll start somewhere, and then you'll see it grow throughout the world. Actually, they changed the name. The what? Hooters. It's called Hoots now. Mm. We don't have that in Australia, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they changed the name either. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been. I probably always just be known as Hooters, to be honest. What I like, Hooters got in so much trouble recently because they changed the uniform to be more of a thong instead of like a cheeky cut or whatever. Really? 
Yeah. But it literally went to a couple trial stores and like people protested because it's like the objectification of women is getting too far. And the fact that like in those stores, there'll be, there's no man, there's no man staff. They don't hire men. So these women have no safety. So they're just getting harassed on a daily basis. And like, they had to bring that to their head office and explain that. And even then they were like, oh, well then the shorts are optional. You can choose to wear them, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's still not good enough. They're coming with you saying they have security fees. You don't hire men, you're sexualizing them. And then you're just going, oh, okay, well, it's an option then. Or you just fire the people who complain. That's all they do. So it's just not good enough. Yeah, like. I'm a feminist, actually. I don't know. It's okay. You know, everybody (laughs) has their own stories and everything. Like, if you have a story here, bring it here. Just just don't get yourself or your company or your. Or or your, your local dudes at ringside in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> I have the popular opinion: equality. Yes, yes, it's equality. We we're having fun. You're having fun. Um, so I'm trying to think. We talked about we talked about food, travel. What's your favorite movie? Oh, see, I I'm a bit of an indie bitch. I really like the movie Snowpiercer. That's my favorite movie. Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer has um Captain America in it. I think I've heard of that. I've never seen it, but I heard it's really good. It's it is really good. It's so like unknown, but more people should watch it. Um, I also really like Get Out, the um horror movie. Love oh, that movie. That movie, that movie's so good. I know. I wrote it in Australia, like end of you, uh, end of school exams. Like uh, we call it our HSC. I think you guys have like the SAT or whatever. But I wrote an essay on Get Out just as an excuse to watch it more. Oh jeez. <laughs> because yeah, it's a really good movie. Yeah, he's got some good stuff. Keaton Peel has got some good stuff. Yeah, yeah, and um, he's got a new one coming out this summer. Does he? Yes, he has a new one coming out this summer. I'll watch. I'll be there. I bought when he Uh, released Us after Get Out. I bought premiere tickets to it because I was like, it's gonna be good. I know it. Us was creepy as shit. Us (laughs) is so good. I love. I love horror movies. They're my favorite type of movies. I love um. When me and my boyfriend first got together, I forced him to watch the entire Saw series. Oh, wow. Oh, I know. And he was, like, absolutely horrified because it's torture porn. And I was sitting there like this. <laughs> Little kids yeah. sitting watching cartoon of the 90s to sit and you can see your feet dangling behind you. <laughs> oh, that was me. I was like, oh, my God. Such good, such good movies. And I was, like, explaining them. I was like, this is why, like, it's so good. And he's just sitting there like, I don't <laughs> What did I do? <laughs> I know. He, he, I set him up early. I was like, this is what you're getting. Deal yeah. with it. Yes. Uh, yeah. You in or you Most out? Are. That's what hey. I would say. Oh, someone else loves Saw. Good. It's a good movie. <laughs> it's like, you're like, are you in or are you out? I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> this is what happens. You break up with me. Fuck you. <laughs> you signed up. You signed up. You look at him with, with the widest eyes possible. You signed up for this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love them. I, I try and drag as many people as can every, every time a new horror movie comes out or I try and make them watch the ones where you have to like really think about it I'm like yeah Saul's really good because like oh you know Jigsaw like is he a good guy is he a bad guy and they're like um it's obviously a bad guy he's killing people I'm like no but <laughs> I'm like explaining it to them yeah yeah I tried to get my girlfriend to watch she's, she's like I think within the first five minutes she's like I'm done with this I can't watch this no more. I'm done. Yeah, she likes the nursing stuff. 
Like, how do you not like something that's connected? He's exactly. sort of like a doctor. You know what I mean? Like that. He'll put the weird crap on your face, but like. You still survive. He's giving... See, that's why like there's an ethical argument. It's like he gives them a new lease on life because like he forces them to live. Like there's a way to survive. <laughs> that's. He, he could be a good guy. He's obviously a bad guy. There are better ways to do that. He is but, really a, he's a bad guy, but he's a good guy because he's going after the bad guys. Goes exactly. He only, ever, he only ever kills not not good people. Like, spoiler alert for anyone who's, like, ever not seen the movie. Sorry for this. Like, he goes after, like, fucking pedophiles and, like, rapists. Like, he's not going after good people. Yeah. yeah he, goes get, at, like, he goes after all the bad people. people. Sorry, he goes after all the bad people, is what I'm saying. Exactly, it's not till you get like into the later movies where he's gone that it starts getting like questionable, and that's what's like that's like the point because yeah. he's not doing it. The good movies I watched, um, there's a movie on Netflix. Oh, I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore, it's gory, like I could barely sit through it. And it's called The Terrifier, and it's about um, this clown who basically goes on a killing spree, but oh, he does the most fucked up shit. I, I was literally sitting there watching it and, like, I'm a fan of horror movies and I had to close my eyes at some point. So, watch it. It's awful. There's but it's one movie- of those horror movies where, like, the acting's really bad, but then, like, the gore's really good. There's a movie that I think you would like. It's sort of like a like a Saw movie. It It's starring the, the uh, actress, well, now actor, because she changed her sex to him. The one that was, um, the one that was in um, Juno. Yeah. Oh, Ellen Page. Uh, yes. Elliot. Elliot yeah, Page. Elliot Page. This movie is you write it if you have to write it down. It's called Hard Candy. I've heard of it. I've heard oh, of it. Oh my god, that was the first movie I watched when I moved here. We went to the me and my dad. We're gonna rent the movie. We're like, all right, what's this Hard Candy? I'm like, I don't know. It sounds like creepy movie, Dad. And we watched it. I was like, this. I'm not gonna say anything. You just need to watch it because it's it's up. It sounds like it'd be up your alley. It'd I watched up. the um on Netflix the Fear Street movies, and it's based it's based off of a book series by the same guy who wrote Goosebumps. So I thought like it's I not gonna be that scary. Heard, yeah, and it's mostly got children in it and like teenagers. So I was like, oh, oh yeah, you know, yeah. I was oh, like, you God. don't kill teenagers or children like they're children. Like that's it's just the done thing. Oh my god. Yeah, it's yeah, so that's the one that, that's so creepy, right? It was like a really it's, creepy movie. I know, and it's like it's like three of them, and they go off like three different decades. And I was like sitting there, I sat there and watched it all in one go. They're so good, but so many children die. I was so shocked about it because, like, in the second one, it takes place at, like a summer camp or something. So I was like, "There's going to be no death in this because, like, it's at a summer camp." No, nah, they straight up kill the nine-year-olds. They do it. <laughs> they do it. No, it's just like. But they're good movies. They're good movies. They have a bunch of like the Stranger Things actors in them and everything. But they're good. I recommend them. There you go, Geek. All right. <laughs> I, I got, I'm good though. You? Uh, I got nothing else. Do you, uh, do you have any upcoming wrestling shows you want to promote? Sure. We have this weekend coming up. We have our City Hall show in Newcastle. Um, has a steel cage match in it. It's very Ooh. fun. We still have tickets up for sale. We usually, hopefully it'll be a really big show. Last time we did it, I think we got like up to 500 people. So Whoa. I know. So hopefully we get that again. And then I think it's the week after I'm in Slam Pro Wrestling in the ACT. And then I think that's 
all that I know of so far. Yeah, you have any social media where people can find you? Um, I have a tick. I have. I don't have a TikTok. I have an Instagram and a Twitter. Um, they're both Albie and Trusca as the tag. They're the same. All right. We want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast, by the That's way. That's right. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. So anyway, I'm I'm Metal Geek. I'm Joe Panther the Third, and I'm Albie. And we will see you in the next one. <laughs>